0: Hi, and welcome to Better After Divorce podcast. My name is Bilina Navishnagara, a licensed clinical social worker and life coach. My name might be complicated, but my coaching philosophy is simple. I help divorced women bounce back stronger and more powerful so that they can have the love and life beyond what they thought was possible. I have done it, and I'm here to share a no BS version of everything I know, have learned, and teach my own clients so that you can do it too. Okay, let's get started. I've spent some time this week thinking about how I want to structure this episode, um, and I came up with uh, nothing. Meaning, um, I figured I would just record the episode and share with you a little bit about my journey, um, how I got to be um, a life coach teaching other women how to bounce back after divorce, but not just that, but share with you. As well, uh, like I said, my journey through divorce um, and after and finding and creating the love and and life that I do have now. Um, I also don't want this podcast to be um, focused on my ex or an opportunity to bash my ex or an opportunity to shift any kind of blame. I have spent a lot of time working on myself, and this is um, a huge portion of what I do with my clients, where we shift the, the, the focus from the ex-husband or the ex-spouse to ourselves. Uh, not so we can shift the blame, but so we can shift the responsibility so we can start taking ownership and so we can show up um, as the best versions of ourselves for the new life that we want to create after divorce. But I did want to share my story because, of course, it's relevant for what the podcast is about. Um, I was uh, I met my ex-husband online. Uh, now, keep in mind this was 2001, so we're not talking about any kind of uh, <laughs> website that you can see now. We're not talking about Tenders or anything like that. This was 2001 um it was dot uh, everykindofpeople.com i want to i want to say the name of the website but at the time i worked as a translator for the united nations i am originally from serbia so i worked as a translator and clearly was very busy uh in those days so i hopped online i uh, happened to meet him online we talked Uh, moved it to Yahoo Messenger. Um, um, That just tells you right there (laughs) Um, when this was. This is like an old story. So Yahoo Messenger talked back and forth on the phone until he um, came to visit slash move in with me a few months later. Um, The relationship was very quick. The relationship was very, um, it really got serious very quickly because I got pregnant a couple months after uh, the relationship started or right after he moved in with me um and the next thing i know we've decided to move back to or for him to move back to the us and for me to come with him um so by that time i had my daughter um and 2 months after that um i've moved to the united states um i came to live um in georgia so the you know looking back and and i know that for for myself, and I know that for a lot of women uh, who are divorced or who are, who are going through divorce, you know, you look back and you can see a lot of moments where you can, where you could have made better decisions, or you could have thought about it differently, or, but you know, in retrospect, our mind, you know, will find faults and at the decisions that we've made. And looking back, I could get stuck in the story of what I could have done and how, and I did for a, for a very long time. But, you know, at this point, it doesn't, at some point, it stops serving you. The story stops serving you. Uh, retelling what's happened stops serving you. And, and you're better off looking at ways to move forward from it. But um, moving here to the United States was, of course, hugely transformational for me. It was a huge, huge uh, shift in my thinking and, and and who I was as a person. Um, I didn't have anybody outside of my my ex-husband, but I didn't have any friends, I didn't have a job, I didn't have money, I didn't have a car, I didn't have anything um, familiar here or anybody familiar here, I had my daughter who was still a baby at the time, Um, so that period of time coming here marked a huge shift for me and I also... um, went through a massive what i know now was a massive postpartum depression um that went on for a year year and a half um following that i somehow decided that the best thing for me would be to go back to school um i originally went to school back home but i never graduated um you know i decided to you know what else is a girl to do but you know get pregnant Uh, so instead of doing all that, I decided to go back to school. So, um, I got my master, I got my bachelor's in public service and then decided to go back and get, um, my master's in social work. And then, um, three years later, get my clinical social work license as well. But, you know, the whole time the marriage was, you know, in retrospect, again, there have been a lot of moments where I realized Very early on, that it was not uh, necessarily the best match. There was a lot of um, friction. There was a lot of tension, a lot of uh, incompatibility, a lot of um, just different kind of personalities. Um, You know, when you have two people who are fairly different, uh, you know, things tend to be much more difficult. And I grew very, um, very unhappy and very uh, disappointed and very discouraged uh, throughout the marriage, uh, but um, it took me a very long time to go from saying, you know, I want a divorce, uh, and I will share on this later, you know, from saying I want a divorce to actually um, uh, separating and then subsequently um, filing for divorce and and divorcing. So, you know, this was a journey of fourteen years almost. Um, where I kind of felt a lot of the times I felt like I didn't have a choice. A lot of the times I felt like I didn't deserve any better. Uh, A lot of the times I felt that seeking happiness or feeling happy was not the priority and not as important, uh, in my life. I struggled with that quite a bit because I was never told that that was, um, important. Um, and that that actually mattered. So I was stuck in feeling like this was how it was. Yet somehow I always wanted more, but I didn't know how to go about doing that. So um, to cut it short a little bit um, you know we we got divorced in two thousand and fourteen. I filed for divorce fifteen. I filed for divorce, and then um we officially got divorced beginning of two thousand sixteen. Um, and it's you know it's been a journey even not just you know through through the marriage but divorce in itself uh was also one of those transformational things where it was um it changed a lot for me it uh, once again it changed me as a person and I I came face to face with a lot of things that I have with a lot of beliefs and a lot of thoughts and a lot of behaviors that I have acquired throughout my marriage um that I now had to face um a little bit later I have um you know, met my my now husband. I've been since remarried, but I met my now husband, and that was probably the most pivotal thing that ever happened to me, because all of the the stuff that I got away with for so long, and all the, all of the things that I took to be normal and part of who I am, and I just acquired this personality that was very, you know, I I was I was very cold, I was aloof, I was detached, I, I basically didn't give a shit. I thought i was very special and i thought i was right it was very much a protection mechanism because i didn't want to get involved and get hurt and and put myself in a position where i could get uh, messed messed with um a lot of that came down um after i've met my now husband because he didn't budge and i either had to decide to change it um and do something about it because i was sabotaging the relationship big time or decide to just kinda of move on with it and, and be whatever you know, whoever I wanted to be. Um, or continue being whoever I decided I was gonna be. So I decided to change it. <laughs> so that was a huge part of my work, uh, where I had to um do a lot of work on myself as well. And some of it was through therapy and then later on through my own um life coach. So um what I have learned through that process is now what I share with my own with my own clients. But, you know, I say all this, um, you know, to, again, when you talk about divorce, it's very, it's very easy to fall into the trap of the story of what's happened and to get stuck in the story of victimhood and to get stuck in the story of, I can't move on. And he did this and he did that. And believe me, I, if, if I could, I am a complete, blame enthusiast. I love, love, love to shift blame. I love to dump shit on other people. I love to be the person who can just point the finger (laughs) and take no responsibility. But probably the most important thing that I have learned and that I have shifted in the way I think and how I show up is taking responsibility for my own emotional health, for my own well-being, for my own thoughts and feelings and behaviors. And, you know, by no means am I perfect. And um, I I would never want to even show up and and tell you that I have, have it all figured out. But there's a shift that will happen when you start looking at what's happened, looking at it as an experience, looking at it as a process that you went through, you've learned a lot from, and now you get to decide what you're going to do with the lessons that you have learned. Um, that's a decision that only you can make. And a lot of the times we get stuck in those stories where we carry them for years and years. And and I, I, I know for a fact that any kind of story that I got stuck in, that I kept repeating, that I kept talking about, that I kept whining about, that I kept complaining about, anytime I have something that I keep reliving and keep talking about, I get something out of it, right? Whether that gets you attention from somebody, whether it makes you feel righteous about the situation, whether it gets you um, gets you some relief, whatever the benefit is, at a certain point, the benefit stops being so beneficial. And the there's a huge advantage in shifting that and looking at actually dropping the story and creating a new story and you experience out of what's happened to you. One that's more empowering and that puts you in a position of of having the power and having the say as to what your life experience has been and what you will do with it, right? So, you know, when you when you finally take take the control back, take the power back, you get to decide first of all, how you will show up for the life that you want to create, right? You will decide who the person is that you want to become. A lot of the, the changes that I had to make happened, uh, like I said, because I was kind of faced with with an opportunity or with a challenge to either, con- you know, continue doing the same thing or, or come up with something new. But um, I happened to develop a very um, avoidant type of attachment style um, throughout my marriage, meaning like I kept everybody at bay and, and at a distance and I was very detached and refused help, was very independent, was very invested in showing up as independent and cool and and, and, and all that. A tough chick, right? I had this persona of, you know, oh, I'm European, right? Like I had this imaginary persona that I was so tough and I was so hard and I, I could do anything. And to a certain degree, I was very independent. I could do a lot of, a lot, a lot, but to, like I say, to a certain degree and then past that, there was the, the true version of me who wanted the affection, who wanted the connection and intimacy. I just didn't know how to, how to go about creating that for myself. So, um, I hope that, um, this gives you a little bit of insight. A lot of the, the work that's, um, that I do and a lot of the work that I have done, uh, is a lot of it is about the thinking process and perspective. And like I said, the decision, continually making the choices and decisions and making the effort to show up as the person that you want to be. Had I not made any of these changes and tackled, uh, you know, tackled all of these old stories and dug up and, and cleaned up some of the shit that was in my head, I would not have grown the capacity to have the life and have a marriage that I have today with my husband. So, you know, a big part of this journey is going in right focusing inwards uh figuring out what's going on and making the decision to change that and this is not a quick process this is not an easy process um a lot of the times I will tell my own clients that it gets worse before it gets better right because you you know we we hate I think as humans we either run away you know from pain or we run towards pleasure is just the basic, the basic way we're wired. And, you know, so with that in mind, of course, you're going to avoid feeling like shit. Of course, you don't want to deal with negative stuff. And of course, you don't want to bring up all the stuff that hurts you so you can work through it, right? That's just a completely normal reaction. But at some point, staying in that pain and staying in that misery and disappointment and anger and bitterness and resentment and whatever else is going on stops being useful and stop serving you, right? At a certain point, that kind of behavior, that kind of mindset that, that, that worked very well while you were maybe still married or coming through divorce, or at a certain point, it served a purpose. But now, now it's, it's completely up to you to decide how you want to show up for the life that you want to create, for the love that you want to create, for the experience that you want to create for yourself. Nobody but you can make that decision, okay? So that was a little bit, a little bit about me. Um, and, uh, I hope that this was, uh, very helpful to you gave you a little bit of insight as to what this podcast will be. And I, uh, I'm very excited to record the next episode and share more and talk more about the divorce process and and creating that life. And, uh, until then, I hope you have um, a great day and I will talk to you soon. Bye.